Welcome back, everybody, to Entertainment Banter. My name is Joel. And I'm Matt. And we are here to bring you another great episode that we would like to dedicate to our dear friend, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We like Nick. I don't think the reaction from the last pod was uh, kosher, so I feel like for this pod, we still didn't invite you to it, but <laughs> <laughs> we just wanted to... But it's a subject matter that I don't think he's interested in anyway, so... yeah. So, Matt. Well, if we had, if we had invited him into the last pod, it would have just what, been like, "Iger, so amazing!" The whole yeah, time out of his him, mouth. Yeah, we know you sleep with Iger. We get it. <laughs> oh man, Iger does no wrong. He does no wrong. But he does. Moving no on to the topic of ha- at hand. Yes. Ever since the Marvel Unis Unis. The, ever since the Marvel <laughs> Universe was created by Disney, the MCU, for layman's terms or whatever you want to call it, it has been a huge success, has it not? Uh, I would say up until recently, yes. It is, according to the numbers, it is still a huge success. Whether or not you The like, numbers controlled by Disney? Mm. Anyway, yes, a massive success. Wonderful. No Nothing's one, better. No one has ever pulled off anything like this in the cinematic history, have they? Well, let's think about that. Hollywood always frowned upon superhero genre and still do to this day until they started seeing those paychecks. But right. then, uh, yeah, you know, but I mean, Hollywood, I mean, what was it? We talked about this before. Was it uh, Ridley Scott or somebody was trashing on? I can't remember who it was. Sorry if it wasn't Ridley Scorsese. Scott. Scorsese, that's who it was. Like, you know, you know, it's... They're not... Like, they're not movies, which... They're thrill okay, rides. I, right, they're thrill rides, which is the whole point, right? The whole point. I don't go to an amusement park thinking it's a library. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, the whole point... If I want to be educated right. and I want some real culture, I'll go to the library. If I just want to have a thrill, I'm going to go to an amusement park. Right, and a lot of the times people go to the movies to forget their daily lives, and they're getting onto a ride that like gives them excitement for two and a half hours, and they right. enjoy it. And then in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, where they connect everything, so now we're almost like 30 movies deep, few tv shows you have well, it's days like, it's, of freaking entertainment yeah well it's almost like that thing like you uncultured swine because like if you think about right. it like he puts all this heart and effort into his films which he does make great films although i would argue his films are just as cliche because it's all mafia this and gangster that and corrupt uh, police officers so you can, list goes on and on right so he he didn't really venture far from his tree um but besides that I would say that his films at least are at least fun to watch in the sense of storytelling uh, in a a different capacity. Uh, But you would think that would make his movies stand out, right? So if you've got like 50 Marvel movies and DC movies coming out and they're all making, you know, lots of money and his little movie now all of a sudden he was king of the castle for so many decades and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, my movie's not as popular as those crappy, cliche, stupid, spandex-wearing underwear on the outside movies. Uh, I can see him being a little bitter about that. You know, like, I, you know, he's been on top of the mountain for so long. But uh, Well, they probably, he probably feels it's encroaching on his art. 
Well, but even so, who cares? Because it's those movies that allow him to do his art, right? I mean, right. like the studios. I mean, at that point where he's at, if he produces, he produces. He's making his own money. But, you know, but if he's getting hit at the box office, like if it's, you know, Smurfs meet Superman uh, <laughs> and that makes more money, you know, then uh, all of a sudden, like, he, he lost money out on his, uh, his, you know, his investment. So it's not... You know, people choose one movie and it Smurfs it meet Superman. Then guess what? He's he's lost that ten bucks of revenue or whatever the hell it is. Yeah, see, all the producers are gonna go. We want to go with the bigger money maker. I think it probably spans back to like even nowadays that people get season tickets to the theater, the theater, because yeah. it, whether or not they know what shows are playing, or they do because or musicals or you know stage plays. Just right. because, like, it's, like, culturally acceptable to go, like, if you go to the theater, you are being cultured. Like, you don't dress right. up to go to the movie theater unless you're on a date no. or you're doing to a premiere. You, like, it's etiquette to dress up to go to the theater. Right. So right. so it's very interesting to see that, like, I've even witnessed it when I was working in theater. And, you you know, we worked at a, a roadhouse that a lot of blue hairs would come. And if you guys don't mm-hmm. know what blue hairs are, there's just old people <laughs> and they came in in our season we had avenue q and you know what avenue q is right the yeah raunchy, i think we talked about this yeah before, the but raunchy yeah. puppet show and yeah. during intermission i would go out and you know grab a bite to eat or something and i would hear some guests talking about like you know some of the blue hairs going like oh my gosh my word did you hear those puppets what kind of show is this? <laughs> and it's like they gave all the warnings when they came in, but right. these these people bought the season tickets to the series, the season, like and not looking at what shows they got because they're like, we're just supposed to come see the show. Right. And it's just like when I went to Broadway not too long ago and I saw King Kong before it was taken off, by the way. Yeah. The only cool yeah, thing about cool. that is the puppet. Of course, yeah. And I'm just sitting back there and some of the audience behind me, it's more blue hairs because, of course, they think it's like it's proper and culturally to go see a show. And by the way, in Broadway, no one dresses up, which is kind of annoying because it's like touristy. Yeah, nowadays. Well, I think that's a, a cultural climate. Yeah, you know? I think so, too. It's funny you should say that because uh, I watched uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but I, I just, totally I just watched. I totally did. I did on purpose. I don't I like know. your voice. Uh, so uh, mm-hmm. I was watching 8-Bit. You know, on uh, mm-hmm. you know the HBO Max one again this yeah, year. Yeah, I like that. And show, uh, really. it's funny because they were talking about the boots, the purple boots, right? That was the thing, and it was so true. Like if you were a boy and you were wearing purple boots, you would get the crap kicked out of you in the 1980s. And uh, I mean, if anything, if there's one piece of pink on your your fluorescent pink shirt, because like at the time there was like a, uh, I don't know, uh, neon colors were popular also in the 80s too, believe it or not, but. I was thinking about it too, like how times have changed and people are different now and, you know, more accepting and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking about that. There's a downside to that too, in a way. And that's the sense of like you just described where back in the day you paid a lot of money to go to the theater mm-hmm. and, um, and you would dress nice and it was like a, an event. Whereas now it's like same thing with Walt, uh, Disneyland. Like people used to dress up to go to Disneyland and it was free back then. Um, and no, now it's like was totally it? different. It you know, now you, now people are showing up in their wife beaters and their <laughs> their swimming trunks that ride up too high. You know, and uh, it's uh, yeah, it's just a different environment. Like pe- I guess people now is like they're in the mindset of like if I'm gonna pay five hundred dollars for a Broadway ticket, I'm gonna wear whatever the hell I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when I feel comfortable. I don't know. It, it has changed. 
You know, because I wouldn't want to sit there in a suit and tie for two and a half plus hours. You don't have to wear a suit watching and a tie. show. You just try to dress up nice. But you know what I mean. You know what right. I mean? So anyway, this old couple was like, oh, we're supposed to come see this show because I have like some kind of cool 3D effect. I really wanted to turn around and go, it's a fucking puppet. <laughs> right. Right. Like, yeah, well, it's, it's a 3D too. effect. All right. Let me tell you, it's going to, you know, you're going right. to be ooh and odd by that. Well, my thing, too, is if you're a theater, avid theater goer, right, as you claim to be, because that's the other thing, right? It's more about prestige. I've got it, that's my what I mean. season tickets. It's like I got yeah. my season tickets. Yes, yeah, so I've got go. my season mm-hmm. tickets. Mm-hmm. Gloria. The Gloria, but grab not... my bifocals and let's go to the theater. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. My scarf and top hat and cane. No, it's a... Uh... Yes. <laughs> I donate every year. <laughs> Um, so to the yeah. young kids on Broadway. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Only in the rich communities. <laughs> um, so, anyways, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, <laughs> that's one of those things. It's one of those things where it's just like if you're really a theater goer, right? You would want something different. You wouldn't want musical after musical. You wouldn't Roger and Hammerstein like all six shows. You know what I mean? You'd no, want something you want different. Variety. You'd want a variety. Right. And so having puppets swear on stage, I think is great, you know, and, and if that changes up, you know, it definitely brought a different crowd. It definitely yeah. had a crowd. We had a crowd there and it was like the season two. We had like Book of Mormon as well. And of course, like these shows are they're geared toward a different generation. Right. A growing right. up generation. Exactly. <laughs> right. That's the other thing, too. Right. Maybe just like uh, uh, Martin Scorsese, he's getting phased out, you know. Like, for crying out loud, people are going to the Hollywood Bowl to listen to Star Wars Orchestra and that, Final you know Fantasy what? Orchestra. Yeah, but, I I'll mean, like, that's that. not... We're not going to see Beethoven. We're not seeing, you know, Mozart. You're, you're listening to... Do, yeah. J.J. Uh, not J.J. Abrams. You're listening to... Uh, oh, my God. John Williams. John Williams doing his yeah. thing. You're listening to... Hey, but John Williams has been around a long time. No, man. I don't disagree with that, but... Yeah. It, I mean, it's just a change of time with generations. Thinking. I mean, those are great scores. You know what I mean? Like, even though they're, Star Wars is an awesome 40, movie. 50 years old. I think Star Wars is celebrating its 50th anniversary soon, which I don't even see how that's possible. It's close, but it, yeah, 50th anniversary. Lucasfilm. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's Lucasfilm is doing its 50th anniversary, not Star Wars. Why would Star Wars that came out close in the late 70s? We're getting to the, if it you is. do the math, in about five yeah. years, it'll be 50 years, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, I know. But you're, you know what I'm saying, though? You're so getting John old. Williams, he was writing scores long before that, too. What? Well, that's um, that's so. fair. Of course he did. He didn't just, like, pick up Star Wars and go, let's do this. Yeah. Bum, bum, right. bum, 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 bum. Yeah, I mean, you're right. We're not turning on the radio and no. it's all Mozart and Beethoven and Bach and all that There's crap. There's new people. Like, oh, d- uh, coming up next, a new song from Bach. <laughs> Could you imagine no. if he was still around? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just not that. Yeah. you get, no. Everyone's going to get phased out. We're getting phased out. We're already phased out. Of course. Phased out. We've been phased yeah. out since we started. No, not quite yet. We're almost there. We're almost out completely. But what's funny is everything that we grew up with is still popular. Like that, those are the the money making well, franchises that they're clinging onto. It's weird. I can't wait till I'm eighty and I have Depends on in a nursing home and it has Optimus Prime on them. You know what I mean? That's well, what I'm looking forward well, to. Well, it's funny you say that. No, <laughs> it's it's interesting about that because as I'm growing up, a lot of the stuff I was into faded out. You right. it disappeared. Like Dragon Ball Z tethered for a while. Even mm-hmm. Marvel tethered for a while. Like, we're oh, on the yeah. brink of disappearing. Like, I remember going to Comic-Con, and I think I mentioned this in many pods ago, that 
you know, Comic-Con Marvel had this huge-ass booth. And this is back in the, like, late 90s where people were like, yeah. oh. Well, I mean, it's Comic-Con, Yeah, right? it was Comic-Con. So Marvel was a huge booth. Like, we're talking, like, when people come down to go, like, oh, Game of Thrones, like, a few years ago. Or now right, it's, I don't right. know, it's Smallville. I don't know what the fuck it is now. Gosh, there's, I don't I've, even know either. I've fallen out, but um, Marvel's booth would be bad. huge. And then right. two years later, they were going bankrupt, and they were, like, one six-foot table. Literally, one. that's sad. It was that crazy, sad. and then they started doing the movies, and then it just yeah. it blew back up. So it's interesting to but see you that. Know and what? Dragon Bob Ball Iger, just... he's Bob the one, Iger. Man. Thanks, he, Nick. He's the one that saved them from that six foot table right there. Well, Nick was in his ear and goes like, "Hey, Bob, you should just take over again." Chapex, like, "Hey, Bob, Marvel's pretty cheap. Why don't you buy them right now?" <laughs> So it was really interesting to see all that. And then Dragon Ball Z tethered away for a while. I remember seeing it in early days Comic-Con, but it was like, uh, it was like something very far-reached. And you watched subtitles, and it was nowhere near being dubbed. And, and right. then all of a sudden, it, it kind of got dubbed all the way. And then it disappeared after Dragon Ball Redubbed Z. Redubbed. And then Dragon dubbed. Ball Super fucking just, well, bam! And re well, again, it. it's like the the reawakening, right? Because yeah. how many years? How many years was it from the time that the last Dragon Ball Z, whatever? If it was the Boo Saga, right? Let's just say that. Um, how many years was it between that and uh, Super? I want to say it almost like fifteen every, years. Yeah, fifteen twenty years is usually when they kind of start. Yeah, bringing it's it back, pretty crazy. Right? So, and even having Transformers rejuvenated by Michael Bay. <laughs> Well, Transformers never say, went away. But what's interesting is the genre more, aspect, the yeah. generational parts. So we're getting into Beast Wars movies now. So that was that was like my ten years prior or ten years after me. You don't so think it's speak. a cash grab for that? I well, you know what's funny about those movies, the the last two that they've made, uh, the Bumblebee and this one, is they that's just how they should have been, and it's almost like like did you the fifth movie? The fifth movie was absolutely. Horrendous. No. I kind of want to watch them in order. <laughs> it is so horrendous that oh it just makes gosh. no damn sense. And so it's almost like they're just like cutting ties with the first five, and then Bumblebee on is like a new generation. Yeah, that seems like a new thing too. Now if they fail at it, they're like, all right, let's just rejuvenate it and start it over again. Right. Which is interesting to me, but. Getting back to the topic at hand, even though it's when we're well, the pod's almost over. We got like seven I know. Minutes. What's, up? I, What's our topic? Our topic was <laughs> how M- the MCU is doing so well at merging their movies, and like all these like fifty content, like TV shows and movies, are all connected. Okay. And some they they're string. doing a good job. You said they're doing a great job because like they are doing a good job connecting them at least. Like they are oh. there. They're involved. Everyone's so in if the they universe. put one guy in a movie or TV show for thirty seconds, it's connected. It's canon at least. That's yeah. all I so can say. So all, so what you're saying is they're doing a I'll, good job no, putting garbage saying, into garbage. What I'm saying uh-huh. is that y- people are trying to mimic what they have been doing. Throughout, Sadly, throughout the whole industry, and that's including what you just mentioned, like Transformers. They're trying to make everyone's trying to make universes now, like it spawns yeah. out. I mean, Disney tried doing it with Star Wars, which it failed miserably. Han Solo and and they were going to do that yeah, Obi Wan yeah, Kenobi. It's awful. So like yeah. they are trying to create oh, the universe, yeah. create universe larger. I heard Andor is good, but I don't give a shit. Yeah, I gave up. Like Disney Plus is is dead to me. Yeah, and it's not because I was like a hater. I wanted to like all their programs, and right. 
one after another, uh, they disappointed. We can talk more about it because I was just thinking next pods we should talk about. I didn't watch it, but Willow, the show, and we could also talk about uh, Indy 5. Willow? Yeah, there's this Willow show. What's Willow? It's already going. Matt just reincarnated, reincarnated, reconstructed a, a nuclear bomb falling from the sky. Yeah, yeah. It's bombing <laughs> so bad right now. Well, look at all the shows now that have been trying to reconstruct what the Marvel uh, beginning success was. How about that? I would like to talk about, yes, the first, what was it, 10 films? Or was it was it 10 years. It was 10 I mean, years. It's it was 10, 10 years. years, 20 films, or something like something that. Something like that, yeah, 22 films, yeah. or something like that. But, like, look at the yeah. horror film franchise. They tried doing it, and they've always kind of that tried to connect it. Yeah, they have, they have, but they that was definitely, they definitely have a following, so it will survive. Well, let's not trash totally on Disney and Marvel. Let's bring up examples like Predator and Aliens. Like Predator, what the hell happened to Predator? Terminator 2, I mean, when I say 2, I don't mean like number 2. I mean T-O-O. They they all just, what did they do? I mean, Terminator was awesome at T2, then T3 just sucked. And then then it, it went awesome again with Salvation. I think it was Salvation. And then they did something else. And they, then they tried the TV show, they and then the they shark. did something else again, and it was even worse. Like I don't, un- that was just oh, Terminator. I, I forgot about the TV show. And then Predator, like oh my gosh, like they did a uh, T- uh, Predator Two was okay, it wasn't amazing. Um, and then it was like Predators, like the planet one was they dropped on their planet. That's okay, I guess. But then uh, the whole uh, they like. There's uh, Hulu did one say? where a uh, Hulu did one where uh, uh, like Native Americans are being attacked by the what? predator. Yeah, and then yes, and then uh, aliens. My God, they actually had the xenomorph chasing kids down the halls in a high school or some shit. Like I didn't even bother to watch that one. Do you know what? What was that one? I don't know, but uh, maybe it was aliens versus predator. I don't. I don't even know. I don't even know. It was so bad. Is that Ridley I Scott mean, for both of them or? Yeah, Ridley Scott was directing both of those. It was beautifully done. Um, the alien two actual done. gangsters selling drugs on the side, and uh, the predator was a cop, undercover cop with a wire trying to stop it. And these teenagers were trying to solve the mystery of, uh, you know, the the creatures running around with a dog. It was really good, really good film. <laughs> the Scor- Scorsese was uh, producing. <laughs> But don't you find it interesting that like a lot of these shows now are trying to use a um, like a multiverse kind of theory oh, yeah. to like erase some of the things they've done? They're like, oh, that was a different universe. So this is where we. No, it's now. worse than that. They're not erasing it. They're, They're just including it. Piles of poop, and in, in, into this pot. You know what I mean? Like stone soup. Whatever you can find, just throw it in the pot. You know what I mean? And <laughs> make you can you can make any kind of bullshit excuse you want why it's there. You know. Well, I keep waiting. I think it's. Did you notice oh, that, like, oh, like the, in the DC universe, how like the TV shows did really well and the movies do really right. shitty, right? Right. I, mean, I keep right. waiting for them to go, oh, this was a different universe, but they haven't done that yet. No. Yeah. They, well, that's which why is really I'm shocking. They, they, I'm wondering if that's why they got rid of Cavill after they told him he could come back and make the announcement. Uh, I don't know. That, and the only way to for them to read, well, look at they got so DC's got so many problems. J.J. Abrams has just got paid the biggest handout ever, and he hasn't produced jack shit. And then you've got, 
you know, Peter, uh, was it Gunn or whatever, the guy that directed uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, he, he got fired from Disney for uh, being too politically incorrect uh, sexually, and then they hired him back when they needed his, his expertise in filmmaking. They usually call that sexual uh, harassment. Sure, whatever. And then, um, <laughs> and then, so, but then DC said, we'll take you. You can be, you can harass whoever you want over here. Uh, and so what's happening right now is you've got, you know, people like, uh, oh my gosh, Ben Affleck, who probably is the only one that maybe would still want to do it. They just got rid of Cavill. You got Flash actor who's getting in all kinds of trouble. You've got, uh, water <laughs> Aquaman, um, and his crazy estranged, uh, uh, wife in the movies getting into all kinds of trouble because of Johnny Depp. So like, like that whole franchise is crumbling under its feet. So they have to start clean slate if they if they want to make this survive. Well, did you see Black Adam? And then you got Will Smith slapping people and <laughs> Suicide Squad. So they're well, like, they, they know how to pick them over at DC. Or maybe they caused that issue in the <laughs> right, right, right. DC drives them nuts, and then they all that's, go crazy. That's their advertisement platform. Will Smith didn't even know he did it. No, he did not. Did you um, see Black Adam? I I have not I have not gone to the theaters in probably a year. Well, Black Adam's honesty. probably on. There's HBO been no Max. reason to go. Who knows? Yeah, I have no but desire to see it, and I'm a big rock it's, fan. It's, I have no desire. It's funny. I liked it because of the the new genre they're doing over there. It's like the Middle East, and you know. Right, and I, I, watching that different side of things is really nice. But what was really interesting is that if you watch the beginning of the intro, you know, like Marvel does their whole intro and it's all the act, all the movies, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, DC yeah. does it now, and it's all the characters, right? Flash, Batman, Superman, but their Terrible. faces are blacked out because they're all going to get recasted, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, are they really blacked out? Yeah, you can't tell who they are. You know, it's Flash. You know, it's Batman. You know, it's Superman. You know, sad. it's Wonder Woman. But they're all see, faces are blacked out. See, they need to do something different. Like if Marvel's putting all their little characters in a logo, they should just have like I would have the DC logo with all their characters in it for like half a second, and then just have like somebody punch the logo, right? That's stupid. Like have all the I don't know, just something different. Different because they're trying to copy Marvel, yeah. which is it's blatantly why, why obvious you that to? you are. Why would you want to? You and want something you want original, to? right? You, you right? already have a Captain Marvel and DC Universe. Come on. <laughs> I would do something to mock Disney. You know what I mean? Like, like that, not even have a logo. I mean, like, you know what this is. And that, that's that's really what pops up on the screen. Just the words. <laughs> you know what this is. Oh, and the DC color is the blue and white. <laughs> no, you just do it white. As boring as possible. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, that could be the new advertisement campaign. Like, you know, oh, this is what Disney's doing? Fuck them. We're going to do what right. we want to do. Or, or... It starts with the Disney Castle logo with all of the DC characters in it flicking it off inside. You know what I mean? Just big old FU all the way across the board. Like, is it, you know, can you, as, is, as, that, as, is that liable or is that slander? What is it? No, I don't know. I don't know. But like as, as, the, <laughs> as the Disney Castle logo has all of the DC characters inside of it, at the very end, they all just flick it off. And then that's how it starts. You know, that, you mean, do something unique for once, you know, just just put them out of their misery, Disney, buy them. Right. <laughs> nah, man. No, nah, I don't know. I don't think they legally can. We gotta, we gotta find a franchise that no one gives two craps about and just make it the next big thing. That's oh, all it is. The Scorsese movies, right? Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. oh, that's dumb. That's hilarious. Um, that was good. That was yeah. good. Proud of you. Thank you. 
<laughs> but you know, it is funny, right? He's like, I don't understand why people don't come see my gangster films. I was like, well, first of all, because you got to make a movie about, uh, you know, uh, has he made uh, human human smuggling across the American border, right? Like, I, that's the modern day gangster film, right? Has we he don't made it? have gangsters anymore. There's no Tommy guns anymore. There's no I don't have fentanyl drugs are like it's so obvious, right? They're like teenagers in shitty Toyotas driving across the border getting caught. I don't and, know if there is a Scorsese their film. Car seats. Have you know we? What I mean? Is there a Scorsese film new? I don't know. Anyways. I like a lot of his films. Um, the Party was one of my favorites that he, he did. I can't. A little long, but you know what it was? I like the actors, and he does a good That's job fair. casting the same people in all his films. Well, of course. They work well. I mean, if you work with someone well, Leonardo you want to hire Caprio, him Leonardo does a lot with him. and What's alive and very well in our industry is nepotism. Oh, sure. Sure. Well... I don't, you know, if Leonardo DiCaprio were ever to put on some spandex and do a film, I wonder if Scorsese would ever work with him again. Uh, I wonder if he wants to. Hmm. Yeah. But Scorsese, Spielberg, and Lucas all were like under that same umbrella a little bit. That's why, that's, I don't know if you've noticed, but that's why they have Scorsese's statue for the Good Feathers. Uh, uh, with the Animaniacs, you know, Steven Spielberg presents Animaniacs. Yeah, yeah. It's, Mar- it's Martin Scorsese's statue that they're pooping on, and the Good Feathers are, you know, like representation of the, uh, you know, right. Good Fellows. Of course. So that's the inside, you know, joke to all that stuff. Oh, oh look at that insight. Yeah, well, for people that didn't pick up on it, but it's pretty obvious for most people. <laughs> know those guys. <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time. I vaguely remember that. I was much younger than you when that came out. Yeah, well, there you go. But, yeah, so what was our pod about again? Multiverse, multiverse <laughs> universes. Yeah, we didn't really talk about that at all. Across other shows besides MCU, who, who started it off pretty well. We right. touched it a little bit. We touched that. We touched etiquette. We touched Martin Scorsese. We sure did. This was a hodgepodge pod. Yeah. You know what this was? This was us multiversing all the different topics that we like to talk about into one multiverse topic. That's what this was. Oh, wow. Multiverse topic. That's what this was called. But I hope you and uh, we're going to leave it on final thoughts. All right. Well, my final <laughs> thought is on uh, multiverses. Uh, it's been around forever. I'm, we talked long on, about this, the history of multiverses and how mm-hmm. they portray. No, we didn't sure. talk about any of this. Uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I had the action figures and I would. I would have G.I. Joe meet Star Wars or something like that. And, and, you know, they'd be flying the Millennium Falcon. And that was cool. That was my multiverse as a kid. And then somewhere along the lines, Hollywood figured it out 50, 40 years later that when they run out of ideas, the best thing to do is have different franchises cross platforms. And it got to the point now where it's been done in the past, but we're just going to town because they're all unoriginal bastards or 100% woke stuff. So, like, it's either one or the other. There's no in between anymore. That's my final thought. My final thought is Rick and Morty did it first. <laughs> no, they did not. No, they did But that clip you sent was pretty hilarious. They do They do pretty good. They do pretty good. They do. No, right. uh, my final thought went on the whole aspect of everything is that, you know, people used to dress up to get on the plane. People used to dress up to get on the train. <laughs> people still dress up to go to theater. That's not impossible. I still put on clothes to get my car. Oh, yeah? You put on a suit and tie? No, you said dress up. I put clothes on. Yeah, I dress up and get in the car. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, multiverses and all that, I, I, I see the, the need for it just because, like, you want to refresh things and it's a way to keep it connected. And <laughs> No Way, Spider-Man No Way Home was one of the biggest box offices this year and almost 
close to him of all time, just from the fact that it brought in two Spider-Mans from two different Spider-Man universes now that they say, but different franchises of their own accord that Sony effed up on. And everyone loved it. And it was fun seeing that happen and to know that those were part of everything. So Yeah. So sometimes there, it's fun to see that again. It's nostalgia. Is, what, when does it go too far, Joel? What what would be the crossover that goes too far? We're not there yet. Like, we're getting there. When Indiana Jones and Ace Ventura team up, something like that. that you, probably just pit, you just probably pitched Scorsese's next film. <laughs> I sure, I sure All did. All right, we keep ripping on Scorsese. He probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. He still has connections in the mob if they're still breathing. I don't know. They're all pretty old. Um, they're family members of grandkids, great-grandkids. Uh, no, Scorsese does good films, and it's tough because, like, uh, you know, they, they're they not out anymore. You know, plus they're getting up in age. Spielberg, I don't know. I think – actually, oh, final thought. It's totally random. Spielberg <laughs> just came up with a film, and I'm totally sh- – 100% sure it's his childhood. He's literally ending where he started because it's a film about uh, a kid that makes films. And like, if you go back and you study George Lucas and Spielberg and how they, how they started doing they, their little films when they were kids and stuff, that's how it started. And I, I, I feel like that film is more of a telling people of how he got started and in his own way. But the film is obviously not called anything related to him, but as far as I know, but I haven't seen it yet. But oh, okay. I, I think they're all all the good uh, filmmakers are done. I feel like they're done. They they're they're not washed up, but maybe just defeated and over it. I don't know. Who knows? But it's unfortunate. We're just gonna get superhero films from here on out in the sense of like changing things up and not being consistent with any of the canon material or uh, trying to or producers trying to make it into some uh, way of transforming it into something new that won't make money and then they'll throw one of those characters that we like into it and then all of a sudden it'll be a blockbuster i don't know i don't know yeah time will tell time will tell so on that note thank you for listening to entertainment banter my name is matt and my name is joel and i'm done